Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the third episode of Digital Bromance, brought to you by Roman Jules. I'm here today with Matt, as last time. You, you should probably know us by now. Um, probably. I mean, it's the third episode, so... <laughs> get get used to it. Get used to it. <laughs> um, yeah, how are you guys? The weather is quite nice in London. I'm currently in London. Uh, mm. Matt, how's Glasgow? Okay. Well, it's, it's, it's pretty horrible, to be honest. Is it? Uh, yeah, it's grey. It's rainy. Of course, it's windy. It is. It's pretty much the same. It's been every single day for the last two months or so. <laughs> You're gonna say for the last twenty-five years. <laughs> <laughs> close to it, man. Close to it. Yeah, London's nice, man. Um, it's actually sunny outside. It's quite, it's quite cold, but it's sunny. However, I just got back from Prague, and it was minus two degrees, and that was not fun. That was just not fun, man. Do you have any uh, snow, no? No, unfortunately. Like, see, I don't like snow. What? Right? Yeah, man. What? I hate winter in what? general. Like, winter is just not fun, man. I can, I can agree with that. But if you get some snow, then it's all right, no? I would enjoy snow for one, two, perhaps three days, because this is episode <laughs> three. So I could, I could enjoy snow for three days. But if it was, if it was more than that, I would, I would die. The problem is because I was born in a city. When you had snow, it just became this muddy yeah, mess. Like the whole the whole place turns into chaos. You get that in Glasgow. Hundred well. percent. Yeah. Cars cars can't travel anywhere. Ah, okay. So okay. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me stop you there, right? So that doesn't happen anywhere else but UK. <laughs> well, you no. Know, we we we. You know, there's a lot of dangers and stuff that comes. It's, to UK. it's like yeah. it's like three centimeters of snow, which. I don't know, it's like one inch or whatever. Look, I don't agree oh, so. with the, the way that the UK works, right? But I do see how chaotic the place goes. I think it's just based on the people as well. I don't even think there is that much chaos. I think just everyone around <laughs> the place starts losing their minds because there's snow. Oh, man. That is so funny. <laughs> like, when I was a kid, we used to have... The, the snow was like, let's say, to your waist. Like, it was like... There was so okay. much snow everywhere, and nothing, okay. nothing stopped working. We still had to get to school. Yeah. We still had to go around our daily tasks, and yeah. Um, yeah, so it was quite funny for me when I moved to moved to the UK. But yeah, so oh fuck snow. See, I'm wondering because <laughs> I say fuck, I should probably change the podcast to explicit content. Yeah, I want to say fuck too. Yeah. Okay. So third episode in. We're saying fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> we are um, 18 plus podcast now. We've probably just lost all our listeners. Well, um, all the nine year olds. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, like we, the last time we spoke about video games for half an hour. So yeah, I no, guess we may have attracted okay. some <laughs> some of the younger audience. What is insane, man? What is insane? I've sent you this message. Like, let's pretend that you don't have this information yet. Okay. What is? Why insane? are you going to say, Zach? Is that we had twenty nine plays? Twenty nine. Twenty nine people no have played a podcast twenty nine times. I, I'm astounded. Thank you all. Thank it's, you all it's for ama- the It's lessons. amazing. Who are you though? Yeah. <laughs> how, how did you find us? Yeah. Who are why you? Why did you and, do it? Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> why? No, it's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. It's it's like twenty nine plays. You're like, well, chill down, guys, chill down. But it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting. I don't, to... I don't know if I can handle, you know, thirty listeners. I think that's too much for me. I'd be I'd be okay around the fifteen mark, but I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. 
What I can't imagine, people. can you imagine three numbers, like three numbers? Three numbers? Like, no, like, wait, wait, three zeros. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's morning, man. Like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was on a flight. Man, I got, I got home so late. Yeah. So I got off the plane. I've realized that there are no buses to get home. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'll have to take a taxi. So I go to this taxi spot and I'm like, hey, I need to get to Milton Keynes. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no problem, mate, no problem. It's going to be 78 pounds. I'm like, what? 78 pounds. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Jeez. So I started laughing, right? Like my first reaction, I bursted out laughing. I'm like, yeah, man, no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'll just probably go and sleep at the airport. Um, so then I like start to check Uber, how much, how much Uber would charge me. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, um, four to five pounds, right? Jesus Christ. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I went to this like pickup spot at the airport and I'm like going to one cab to another cab. That's a taxi for you. Um, yep. and I'm like talking to, uh, by the way, if I say like one more time, Drink, drink a shot of something because I've listened to our last podcast and I've said like like a thousand. Oh sorry, my god! So let things. me just get that clear. Did yeah. you just say <laughs> if you say like one more time, yeah. then I have to drink a shot? Of no, something. not you, because then <laughs> we'd probably end up pretty. Yeah, I mean, we just have pretty. you sitting there saying like over and over again, <laughs> and you making no sense. I don't think that's a very good plan. But... I know, I know. But <laughs> if you're listening, if you're listening, and you hear me say the word like. You need to do something. We need to come up with a game or something. Anyways, I go from one window to another window and I'm like, hey, dude, how much would it cost me to get to Milton Keynes? Oh, let me check with my company. And they call the company. He's like, oh, it's 92 pounds. I'm like, okay. (laughs) And then I get to this guy and I'm like, dude, I've just spoken to all these taxi drivers here. Is there any way we can cut some deal? Mm -hmm. And he's, well, where are you going? Milton Keynes. How much the other people uh, quoted you? Like, well, you know, north of 70 pounds. He's like, how much do you want to pay? I'm like, I want to pay 20. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, we're not going to get that for 20. I'm like, okay, what about 35? He's like, 50. I'm like, nah, there's no way I'll pay 50. I can't just get an Uber for 40. Yeah. So he takes his phone and he checks the Uber, right? And he's like, Uber is 46, mate. I'm like, ah, damn. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so let's say 45. Uh, and he says, well, okay, 45, get in. I'm like, can I pay with card? No, you can't, but I'm going to take you to a cash machine somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is the best deal I'm going to get. I don't know if I'm going to get stabbed or, you know, like kidnapped, but I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, let's do this. It turned out to be such a nice guy, man. He was telling me all these stories about taxi drivers and, and crazy people and how people don't <laughs> don't pay and people trying to run away when he's actually like like he was telling me a story about two young kids that tried to jump out uh-huh. when he was actually still driving okay so it's crazy stuff man anyways not important probably pretty boring we... <laughs> I, need do, I need to do a cool segment we need like a segment music here um, so what when we get into some kind of some kind of area of the podcast Zach's yeah, or... taxi story for this week <laughs> <laughs> or we could do like a we could do a transition so transition, transition like well, well we could we could do a fake ad okay. um, 
Oh, by the way, guys, this podcast is sponsored by Logan Paul. Logan Paul is our best friend, one of our best friends, and he wants us to tell you that he's not a bad guy. Uh, back to you, Matt. What did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> it's completely crushed up. The, the uh, this ad, podcast this is episode. also brought to you by Beyonce. <laughs> For all those single ladies out there, keep keep tracking. I don't know. Keep, keep don't doing know. your thing. <laughs> keep doing your keep thing. Do, keep doing your thing. <laughs> right. Let's patch all okay. this nonsense. Okay. I think we did this last time. This is like game chat again. <laughs> Gone completely off topic. Right. I don't know. Let's get into it. I was I was talking about something the other day, right? I was talking about um, my first experiences of social media, right? Or the, as far back as I could remember of, of 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 some platform or form of social media, right? And for me, it was Bebo. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know what your your experiences was, but I, that was a a very very basic form of social media back in my day. Probably when I was in primary school, I used to come back and uh, sit on my laptop for hours on Bebo and the thing was there wasn't even any kind of news feed or whatever so there wasn't there wasn't something that you could just you know keep scrolling for hours and hours hoping for new something new to see it was literally just a platform of social media where you basically just stopped everyone else there was no there was no <laughs> way of, of being able to get all the information in one place so you just had mm-hmm. to think of someone that you wanted to you know know about or something you'd go on the wall uh, I, I I'm just interested. What was your form of uh, your first form of social media? Because obviously For... it wasn't Bebo by the, by your reaction there. No, I see. I've <laughs> never I never heard of Bebo. I think uh, perhaps Bebo was a UK thing. Um, okay. You know, or who knows? Right? Could have been worldwide, and and we were just the only. Uh, this check couldn't. Only oh, animals. Be huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you you could call that. Yeah, you could call that. <laughs> um, first experience with social media i think it was it was two things um Mm -hmm. so there was icq okay which was a messaging platform all right okay about like msn i guess so there was no way of you interacting with people's profiles in any way yeah but basically you would log in and you would see who's online and you could just instant talk to people yeah what was cool like interesting thing that um because we're talking 15 years ago right yeah i see you introduced these stickers and they were the same kind of stickers you have on messenger these days mm-hmm. but they were animated and I, I i remember that feature being the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. so when you are talking to your friend for example you could use a sticker that was a cat scratching the screen Okay. And it was just the coolest thing ever. Anyways, ICQ for sure, this form of instant messaging that, that changed the interaction that I used to have with my mm-hmm. I, you know classmates, friends. Um, yeah. Girls as well. Like I remember you maybe wanted to talk to a girl and you needed, you needed to know her ICQ number, right? Okay. <laughs> so you would maybe try to get it off of a friend or, uh-huh. or somebody. You wouldn't, then... you wouldn't just go up to them and ask for it, no? Hey girl, give me your ICQ, <laughs> give me your ICQ number. <laughs> you, you could, you could have, you could have. But at at the same time, I think in that culture, ICQ 
began that form of social interaction of, you know what, rather than speaking to this person in real life, yeah. I could just get the ICQ number and I could just hit them up online. Yeah, sure. So that, that, that one was life-changing. For I sure. mean, I think I got that kind of experience um, with MSN. That was that mm-hmm. seems very, very similar. It was just basically a messaging platform. Um, and, I yeah, I got the kind of same experience. There was a lot of, uh, I don't know, what's, I don't want to say beef because you might not know what I mean by beef. Do you know what so, I mean by beef? You know, I th- it's beef like gossip. Gossip, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of gossip, a lot. You know, you have statuses and stuff, and all of mm-hmm. a sudden, there's someone's initials next to love heart. You're like, oh, who's that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I guess. Yeah, probably people on MSN together were, you know, MSN with the messaging kind of side, and then people with that kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know, putting content up on your wall for other people to see yeah. and maybe like or whatever. But did, did you ever use MySpace or anything? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, you're on MySpace, but I never um, had MySpace. Yeah, I. To be fair, I did not use it too much. Okay. But for me, it was a platform to discover bands back in the day. Oh, okay. So when you, either when you liked a band or you were, you know, you knew your genre. So like when I was, because I used to skateboard and stuff, I would listen uh-huh. to a lot of punk rock and. Okay. So I would go on MySpace and I would search for punk rock bands and then just go through it and listen because they could put up uh, their tracks. And like most most bands did not put the whole album there, but maybe a few tracks. Yeah. And if you really liked it, then you kind of went on the hunt of, you know, I need the album, I need the CD, I need to get it somewhere. Uh-huh. But for me, yeah, music. Music was the, how would you, the, the, the glue that got me. Yeah. Um, I remember hearing a lot space. of stories about people putting up their mixtapes and stuff on MySpace. It's Bro, not, who, it was fire. It? Yeah. <laughs> did you have one? I I did not I did not what? unfortunately that's my that's my dream. I don't know if I ever told you it's my little dream to have my own like rap slash hip hop album we'll but make that happen we'll get there we'll Roman get there Jones will make that happen the minute the minute we have a thousand listeners I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and record that, an album that is a promise that, that is, is a promise, promise that is a, when we have one thousand listeners I will record a track and I'll put it online. And you guys can laugh at me. We can we can play it at the start of the podcast. We can have a, a, oh my a, a celebratory Sounds one thousand plays podcast. And we'll play that at the start. Let's yeah, do it. You know, I'll give you feedback on it or whatever. Oh god! And then, yeah, we can work <laughs> on improvements on the podcast. Okay, great. Sounds but, great. Sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. that's happening. Fair enough. Um. Okay. Cool. I was. Uh, I was. Going along the news and stuff the other day. News and stuff. News and stuff, yeah. Sounds dangerous. Dangerous? But paying attention to the news. It is quite I'm dangerous. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and <coughs> still, there's still all the Facebook and Cambridge Analytica scams going about the place. Still, mm. still a big, big deal. And one of the things that I saw is that there is basically going to be Facebook are enforcing a new kind of tighter political advertising rule in the UK. It was meant to be on from the 7th of November onwards. But basically what it means is that if you're putting any kind of political advertisements relating to candidates, elections, referenda, political causes, whatever it is, then the people who are buying the ads must provide their identity by submitting ID, Hmm. which will be verified by a third party. They almost 
they also have to demonstrate they have a UK address. So basically, what it is is okay. There's new sets of rules going in, which it's good because it's it's hammering down on on the scandal uh, that came about with Cambridge Analytica. But what that makes me think of is almost like the progress of of Facebook advertising, right? Mm-hmm. Like Facebook advertising is 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 seriously underpriced compared to you know, many other forms of yep. advertising that have maybe been around for a lot longer, you know, TV advertising. Um, and I'm just I'm just curious about your thoughts on the timeline of Facebook advertising and if it will ever get to the point where, you know, it's as restrictive in its rules mm. as TV is. I mean, I'm sure you saw the, what was it? Was it Iceland? No, it wasn't Iceland. Yeah, legal. The, the orangutan Pamela. Yeah, Lidl. Yeah. Lidl, yeah. Um, their their advert and that wasn't getting shown on TV. Yeah, that one. That one I have some opinions about. <laughs> let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> no, let's go. Let's go to the original one, like Facebook advertising and its timeline and and how it progressed and where I believe personally where it's going. Yeah. Um, I agree with you hundred percent. Facebook advertising is underpriced, mm-hmm. as it as it stands now. And I've done my homework over the years. If we look at, you know, the same thing was happening when radio was the major platform and yeah, TV rolled out. Yeah, you know, TV ads were were extremely underpriced, mm-hmm. but it, they had to do it in order to attract attention and and bring people the the big advertisers, the big money from radio to TV. However, that has, like, it didn't stay long. You know, like it wasn't cheap for a long time, yeah. obviously. Um, and then the price skyrocketed over a couple couple of years. The same trend you could say is happening with social media yeah. or digital advertising in general. Still, the main player, in a way, I'm hesitant to say main player, but the main player is TV. You know, mm-hmm. when you when you want to get something on TV, it still costs ridiculous amounts of money, and unless you're advertising on, you know, a channel that is either local or doesn't really have that much, um, mm. that, that, that many viewers. It is expensive. Yes, there's a set of rules that's, that comes with it, such as ClearCast. Mm-hmm. You need to follow certain rules. You know, there's things that you just cannot show. Um, and that's all good. What, what, what I find interesting is that even though the platform is not as strong as it used to be. Mm-hmm. The price increases. Yeah. And that has happened historically with radio or with print as well. Mm-hmm. It's where when advertisers start to leave the, pl- leave the platform, the actual platform does everything in their power to obviously retain that financial status. Yeah. So if they were if they were making two billion dollars last year, they want to make two billion dollars this year. Yeah. And so it doesn't really correlate with how many people actually do advertise. So that's interesting in that way. Back to Facebook or Instagram or whatever have you. We it, it is underpriced for one single reason. And that is that the big players are still not quite there. Mm-hmm. Yes, if we talk about IKEA, if we talk about Mercedes, you know, any big brand that you can imagine, they they do advertise on Facebook. Yeah. 
but they're still not hundred percent there. No, not at all. It's not. You it's know, not fully committed. Exactly. Like their social media advertising budgets are. It's a joke, right? They might yeah. be twenty percent of their whole marketing budget, maybe. Yeah. Uh, we've we've seen some shift. Some brands are definitely putting putting um, more of their budget towards social yeah, media. Yeah, was it not? I don't know who it was. It might, was it Marks and Spencer's? Mm. Um, they're they're changing their their budget basically towards the marketing techniques. I'm pretty sure that yeah, yeah, nearly all of it is going yeah. towards digital marketing. Yeah, and there you go. And what's that's gonna what what that's gonna do for um, small to medium businesses? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like even businesses that we work with, yeah, you know, just now that where, where we can offer a solution that is not crippling mm-hmm. uh, financially. That's that's just not going to be around anymore. No, no, because when all these big players come to the platform and they bring all those unbelievable budgets with them, yeah, it's just going to the price is going to the price so is going to go the price is going to go through the roof. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're going to be bidding against Mercedes. You're going to be yeah. bidding against IKEA, you know, and and you can't you can't do that if no. if you're a small to medium business. It's just getting that, it's just getting that message out. I mean, to 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 small to medium businesses because some of them are just still slightly behind in the sense of uh, their commitment towards it and i mean we can see it we 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 work in this space we understand yeah. it right now and it's just you know it's just trying to let people know that you know act now before it gets before it gets a bit too late and so here's an interesting idea right uh-huh, let's see or right. idea insight i would say okay when when you look at who is advertising on social media mm-hmm. and who isn't right yeah one good example so i don't really know the kardashians like i've never watched them or anything okay but uh, okay okay one of the <laughs> i only know kim because she's with kenya and you know as we established at the beginning i'm an upcoming rapper so oh of course yes. um <laughs> <laughs> one of the kardashians she she has a uh, makeup brand perfume brand something like that right yeah now if you think of kardashians everybody knows them there's there's hardly a person where you oh do you know Kardashians well of course I know well, I might not know them that well or I might not you know but I know of them and yeah. uh, that obviously makes them very strong brand. She has an online store right where she sells all mm-hmm. this makeup stuff, and they do zero digital advertising. They do zero. May they do zero, and that that is fucking crazy because that store must be turning in millions of dollars, yeah. right? Why the fuck would you not take it to billions, right? Mm-hmm. And that scares me in a way because we've been in this game for years now and you would think that people think of digital marketing in a different light in yeah. 2018 or 2019. Yeah, but it's 100%. still the same thing. Like 95% of everyone, they, they don't do paid traffic. They don't advertise. I know. I'm, I, I, I remember like the last, last year and the year before thinking, uh, Man, next year, everyone's gonna be jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, and it just doesn't come. No, I know it's 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 it's, it's been it's been slow, but like you would think, right? You would think that people will just go bonkers mm-hmm. and they'll just shift their marketing budgets. But you know, as everything in the history of of society, it takes time. And um, yeah, yeah, 
it's going to be too at some point it's going to be too late and i think it's important to to realize that and to acknowledge that if you're a business owner or or a personal brand it doesn't really if you're someone that's trying to be quote unquote out there yeah it's going to get very expensive very soon mm. so the sooner you start the better because if you get get some traction at the very beginning if you can yeah. build it now over the next year too uh, there's a good chance that you'll be in a spot where you know, even organically, you'll be reaching out people. So, yeah, um, yeah, man. So, back to your original question: social media advertising is not going anywhere. Uh, it's here. It's not mm. coming. It's here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's going to get much, much, much more expensive and much more difficult to be seen. Yeah, so, I mean, like yeah. the whole, the whole, the whole question, the whole idea, just makes me think of of the shift of, of, you know, as you were saying, you know, when radio wasn't about and print was the, the main, the main source Mm of uh, consumption and then radio came about and it switched. And then the same thing happened when TV came about and it switched uh, and then stuff like the internet and catch up and social media, all these things like YouTube came about and it's, it's pretty much shifted already again. Mm -hmm. I I'm always curious about you know what people are doing just now to kind of almost recreate TV but in the new platform. So stuff like Instagram TV. Mm. Have you have you looked too much? Have you looked into Instagram TV too much? Yes. Yeah. What do you what yes, do you I, think of it? I'm 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 like I think it'll it'll have a place mm-hmm. in the future. I can't yeah. see it's fully taken off right now, but you know the fact that you can put it's something like up to sixty minutes of content instead of a minute, yeah. which what you're putting on, uh, you know, as a video if you actually post it or whatever. I think it could, if everyone jumps on the bandwagon, then there's a lot of potential for a lot of content to be on there that you could probably spend the same amount of hours on YouTube as, or on Instagram TV as YouTube. Yeah, I think I think it's it's definitely not where it, where Facebook wants it just now. No. Um, but as you say, it could something could happen as you know happened in the past with social media. You know, there could there could be a feature that people really love. Yeah. Um, it could be it could be one simple thing, one simple update, and and more people will use it. Yeah. I think the integration just now is a little bit awkward mm-hmm. when you're on you know when you're on instagram and then you have to jump into another app yeah i forget it's there um, I, for- I know i know i have it on my phone as well and i don't really go there yeah but um i think the platform at, at the same time it needs its own native content mm-hmm. and from the people that i follow on instagram you know i've noticed that they've and this is what i don't like right they have taken their videos that they might post to YouTube, so your typical sixteen by nine video. Yeah, and they've just you know I need to be on every platform, right? So they've mm. thrown it on Instagram TV. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, uh, you know, is this really what IGTV supposed to be about? Uh-huh. Don't think so. Maybe you should try and figure it out. So there's yeah, man, it's it's a baby platform. That's what it is. It's a baby platform sitting in a in a lap of a mother that is that is gigantic. <laughs> It's gigantic uh, on the market. So yeah. it could be big, man. It could be big. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Facebook will 
I don't think they will abandon it, you know, um, no, simply because so. not a lot of people are using it just now. But yeah. Um, yeah, it could be exciting, man. It could be exciting. It's worth figuring it out. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I still think it's worth if you if you can afford to um, create a little bit of extra content mm-hmm. and maybe try to figure IGTV, you know, it might fail. Who knows? But if it doesn't, I mean, like, then yeah. you're a little bit ahead. I mean, if you start now, potentially, potentially, if you build up some kind of rapport on it mm. uh, and you get into, you know, a, a routine of uploading your specific Instagram TV onto it, when the attention or if the attention ever goes there, then you're probably streets ahead. But, I mean, personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't set aside time right now to be putting, you know, work into Instagram TV. Yeah, no, no. I mean, probably me neither. I'd still stick to you know YouTube and uh, mm. Facebook. Facebook's like because I mean, like Gary Vaynerchuk, he he puts all of his um, <clears throat> a lot of his content on Facebook, and it's and it's it's almost like what's that one where he's I can't remember the name of it, but he's basically going around at the weekend, proving that you can make you know an extra thousand dollars. Oh, uh, the the thresh. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And like I'll find myself ending up watching some half an hour episode of it mm. on on Facebook, and I'm like, this feels strange, but I know it's not going to feel strange soon. I mean, it's, it kind of doesn't feel strange already, even though I yeah. don't want to admit it. But yeah. it's funny. Just I just I like looking at the whole adaption uh, of 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 these big companies and how they're trying to evolve and always had how to try to get the you know the next step ahead. When it comes to like so, YouTube. What was it? They have YouTube Red. Is that their form of TV that they tried to pull? Yeah, is it YouTube Red. Yeah, it, it's it's called YouTube Red. Yeah. yeah um, so they got YouTube Red. You yeah. got like Instagram TV and stuff. And then when it comes to like Netflix, Netflix is just on a whole other level in terms yeah. of like the film and TV, uh, you know, standard. They're they're completely pulling it. I mean, like Alfonso uh, Guaron's film Roma is coming out that's getting released on Netflix mm. like you got Outlaw King as well Chris Penn that was released on Netflix like Netflix only maybe they yeah. have premieres or whatever in the theatre but you know I I was I was seeing film Shoplifters a week or two ago and Roma the trailer for Roma was, was shown mm-hmm. I was blown away I was like this looks awesome and then the last thing that came up it was like streaming on Netflix or, or premiering on Netflix I was like what yep was not I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, I think for Roma they did a limited theatrical release. Right. But, okay. Yeah, I mean, look, cinema. It's and you know I love cinema and you do as well. Yeah. But at the same time, I believe that they're not adapting. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's. I'm not saying it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know, to find a way to reach your audience. You know, but. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, obviously, Netflix is a is a difficult enemy mm-hmm. to have um, if you're a cinema. Yeah. But uh, it's the same thing with Airbnb, right? Yeah. Like, so many people. Obviously, Airbnb is completely dominating the market of you know how would you call the market of like accommodation, yeah, personal yeah. accommodation. Yeah. What. Airbnb should have never happened, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason for that, I, from my perspective, is that you had all these major players on the market, you know, let's say Hilton, 
you had Four Seasons hotels. You know, like, there's so many giant brands in the world. They were stuck in their own shit. Like they were just not progressing their brand. Somebody from Hilton, when they were having a meeting, should have said, you know, um, maybe we should do this and that. You know, what what would happen if we would create um, an eBay of of hotel rooms? Yeah, you know, or like something, man. Like it's, you know, it's that leap for them. It's that exactly, that's... man. It's that. It's that. It, it's not. They're not willing to 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 uh, innovate. You know, to yeah. take the to take the leap. Yeah, you could you could completely fail, mm-hmm. but it ensures yours like, that that you will survive if you if you if you succeed in that. It ensures yeah. that you know you will keep being the major player for the next ten twenty yeah, years. It's all about that. Um, same with Uber, you know. Like, if you think of taxis, man. Like, mm-hmm. so, somebody fr- like taxis. It's such a huge industry as well. They should have. I know. Somebody should have thought I, like, of that. I think about this sometimes, where maybe like four or five years ago, Uber just wasn't really even a thought of yeah. of transportation. It was. It, it it was like the obvious answer to all the problems of. Of having to order a taxi or flag down a taxi or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it just came so rapid. Yeah. I remember yeah. maybe using it once a time. So I was like, right, okay, so it's, it's it's maybe cheaper. I can actually see where it's coming and I can pay mm-hmm. by car. Like mm-hmm. that was the main thing for me. Was yeah, like, that's it. That's it. Sounds fucking simple, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's those were like obvious problems. I know. Having to use cash all the time for a taxi. I know. And like the state of the internet and what you can actually do so easily now with payments and so on it was yeah. yeah and then obviously it just took off like like crazy yeah so yeah man i mean if if you're not innovating if you're not willing to take the leap if you're not willing to risk the chances that you will get you know you will go out of business mm-hmm. at some point you know uber like spotify this out it's a, it's a discussion for another day but it's the same with music industry you know like yeah like yeah Spotify should have been owned by, I don't know, Universal or someone. You know, mm-hmm. it shouldn't have been Spotify. But yeah, it is what it is. Markets the market. At at the same time, it's it's pretty exciting to see. Like I fucking love Spotify and Netflix, obviously. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, right? I'm I'm not, um, I'm not a f- the biggest fan of of the of the old and traditional companies. But I'm just saying that you know they should have. Yeah, um, they should have been ready to take. I mean, the... are you are you happy? Are you happy that it wasn't them? Or are you? Are you? Yeah, hundred percent, man. They fucking like they they deserve it. They deserve them. it. You yeah. know, like if 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 you're stuck in your own way, old ways, you're not willing to take a risk on board, try something new. Well, then you pay the price. Like, yeah, you know, you don't deserve to be on the top. So for mm-hmm. me, yeah, hundred percent, I'm happy that it's not them. I'm I'm happy that it's young people, that it's young founders and CEOs, and, and yeah. you know I am happy for that. Obviously, I, I love it. All right, well, I am all out of topics today, Zach. Interesting. Do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> nah, not really, man. Not really. Um, I don't know. I'm still I'm still a bit. The flight was it was a short flight, and I'm used to flying every like every month. I fly. Man, there there was a time in my life where I flew every month. Yeah, and um, I should be used to it. Yeah, and I back feel to, you're back to the rookie status again, man. Hundred percent. I feel the older I am, the the worse, <laughs> the worse it is. I I feel like I need half a day to get like 
I'm not afraid of flying. Like, it doesn't yeah. do anything to me. I almost feel like I'm just getting on a bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's no fear or anything or discomfort. That, well, there is discomfort because the seats are ridiculous. But yeah, it's just that, you know, we have to fly somewhere and the time changes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh my God, this is actually so tiring. <laughs> but um, when, uh, how, long, how long was the flight? Uh, two and a half hours. No, it's not too bad. No, not too bad at all. I'm complain like look, like I'm complaining and there's nothing to complain about. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I personally on planes, I'm just like, I'm not claustrophobic, but <laughs> but I, I am. Uh, yeah, I'm on a plane for too long. I, I'm very fidgety. I just need to send myself to sleep in some way, shape, or form. Right, right. But to I, be fair, to be honest, I'm. I think I told you the story of last thing. Last time I went to sleep on the plane. Had very very strange strange dreams of, of, <laughs> of landing on on the motorway, yeah. and uh, yeah, seeing <laughs> thirty forty foot grim reapers, yeah. Hey, hey ho, that's a story for another time. <laughs> that's a story for another time. I think I was thinking maybe we should release this one today. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it for the people. Let's, let's, let's do it for they the want fans. it. They obviously want they, it, man. Yeah, all twenty-nine of them. All twenty-nine of them. All twenty-nine of them. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Let's do that. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, no, honestly, I just, I just want to hear my voice again on spot. <laughs> <I mean, laughs> yeah, it is. It is exhilarating. It's cool, isn't it? It's cool. It's cool yeah, seeing... it's cool. Like I was, I think I was more excited than anyone because I was, te- I was texting. I was texting my brother and a few friends. I'm like, we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. They're literally like, oh, okay, cool. I know. I, Good for I you. I thought like, it was like some huge feat. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actual Spotify. We like, guys, guys, Spotify. guys. Do you know who's on Spotify? Kanye West is on Spotify. <laughs> do you know who else is on Spotify? Yeah, so. No, I was. Uh, it's, it's exciting. Right now, by the way, mm-hmm. for anyone listening, we're on nine platforms. I think. So there's no excuse. That's what we're there's saying. There's literally no excuse. We are everywhere. Mm-hmm. From Apple users to Android users, we're everywhere. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Give us, we'll that one. Give, us, give us some words of wisdom to end with. Oh, gee. That's such a... <laughs> that's such a... You've put me on the spot there. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Don't eat yellow snow. Don't eat yellow snow. There you go, kids. And we'll see you. We'll hear you. No, we'll hear you. We're not going to hear you ever. You'll you'll hear us again. You'll hear us again on Monday. Monday. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Monday This episode was brought to you by Roman Jules. Roman Jules. Jules, Jules, Jules. Have a good day, Zach. Have a good day, Matt. Bye-bye. Love you. Bye-bye. Love you, too.